Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first episode of the League's Legends podcast. My name is Darkling, and I'll be your host throughout the all, the entire episode and all the other episodes I'll be doing throughout this. But today, I am super happy to announce that I'm here with probably two of the biggest Danish legends we have in the scene, Gulborg Real, or Gulborg as you know him as, and Nico. Obviously, Gulborg is probably the biggest name to you guys coming outside from uh, from Denmark, but if you've been in the Danish scene, you've, you, you've known Nico, and he'll, you know, talk more about himself later. But... Before we get into the guys, I quickly want to talk a little bit about what this podcast will be all about. And it simply will be me visiting other Danish legends. Obviously, we don't only have Gulbo and Nego here. We will be having other guests throughout different shows as well. But for today, I'm joined by these two beautiful gentlemen. And Nego, obviously, since not many people know you, let, let's let's start with you. No <laughs> <laughs> oh, one knows me, Pepe. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, yeah, so I used to be a caster. Uh, play by player. I used to cast with the Gulbo like uh, I think two or three seasons we had together in league. Uh, we also did. Um, I was gonna say Copenhagen games, but that's a lie. Uh, Red Bull one v one tournament when it was called that. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's kind of where people knew me from. But uh, yeah, confirmed random exactly, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> great, great, great. I'm just, I'm just here to fill out the time. <laughs> yeah, just, just fill out the spot. I needed two guests. I was like, damn. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. Got one, but needed the other, and I had to pull someone. And you know, <laughs> great. Like that's a, that's a, that's a good introduction. So, Gulbo, what about you? Alright, first off, Nego is really downplaying himself here. He was by far definitely the more experienced person back when we started out. Um, but, but yeah, I am, I'm Goldberg. I've been casting the Danish scene for almost two to three years now. I've been doing NLC, I've been doing European Masters, I've been doing LPL, I've been doing LEC most recently. So I've been, uh, I've been doing a few things. Nice. And I think you obviously touched upon what you're doing now, Goldborn. I think many people, if you, they watch pretty much any, any type of esports in League of Legends, they'll probably have seen your voice a few, at least maybe on the LPL my voice. or something. He heard your voice. <laughs> heard your voice. I think we'll leave it at that. But Nigel, obviously, you haven't been casting for like what a year and a half now. Uh, not even in the Danish scene. So, like, what are you up to these days? I've heard something about speedrunning. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I was. I, well, after I stopped casting, I like played League for a while still because I I have been playing League since like season season three, like at the end of that. And uh, I was still playing League, still playing ranked and stuff like that. And I just kept getting more and more frustrated. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to try to find a new hobby. <laughs> and then um, there was this one video um, from GDQ. If you don't know what that is, it's Games Done Quick. Which uh, was uh, Resident Evil 7, uh, Madhouse, blah, blah, blah. The category doesn't really matter. Exactly. The one with yeah, Carson. It's like, one of the most, it's like one of the most famous videos from, from GDQ with RE7. And um, basically, I saw that a bunch, and I was like, dude, this looks, like, fun. Like, these guys are having fun. Like, yeah, he's, like, fucking up some things, but it looks fun. So I was like, all right, I'll try to I'll try to beat RE7 randomly, and or, like, casually, and scare the shit out of me. And uh, then I started speedrunning it slowly, and, yeah, now I uh, now I literally just became a degen speedrunner that plays a bunch of games really fast. <laughs> That's kind of the gist of it. Like, how many games do you speedrun? Is it just, like, a few? I've seen you do, like, some control speedruns recently. Yeah, control is the one that I'm doing at the moment. Uh, let me pull up my fucking SRC, then I can actually... Wait, can I curse? Because I'm, like, yeah. automatically I, I will I guess I will we, have, we have passed that point already, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I do. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, no, okay. Six, six games at the moment. 
And it goes from like Tomb Raider to Resident Evil Village. So there's like survival horror and a little more, more survival aspects and stuff like that. So a bunch of different games. But yeah, Control is the one that I'm doing at the moment. Nice. I, I just want to know like how, how good have you been at it? Like what's your peak time and is it like pretty good? Uh, I am number two in the world for the category that I'm that's doing right now. Good. That's, yeah, a, that's good. impressive, you know. I, uh, that's actually good being number two. That's not really bad. <laughs> no, that, that's actually really good. You know, I I, I once uh, dabbled in Minecraft uh, all world speedrun. Dude, and I was fuck so that speedrun so much. I got like it's a ten so minute time for speedrun. I come denied it because uh, they couldn't see me not not choose a seat. Uh, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, got, well, you I need got to denied, and I get super and... sad because I thought it was a pretty good time. I like practiced for like three hours and then I went for the attempt. But yeah, but isn't oh, that shit. just basically an RNG run as well? I feel like yeah, it, it is very some things are RNG in it, but some things aren't. It's like, so in Minecraft, it's, um, the seed obviously is completely RNG, but usually top runners, they like keep resetting the seed until they find something that they're happy with and then they start to run. Um, but there's aspects to it where it's like, you know how you have to find like the ender gate and stuff like that? Um, like you have to find the place where you have to put the ender eyes and stuff like that. And if you're really good, you can like kind of know where it's going to be determined on like the first thing that you throw out and stuff like that. So there's a bunch of different aspects to it. But yeah, a lot of it is RNG in that run, which is why I will never run it. Uh, I did all will because I didn't want to you know, do the tryhard category and that was so RNG, you know, I had to fight a brown sheep and all that. It was uh, it was a lot of <laughs> RNG and I got super mad when yeah. my time uh, didn't get accepted because I spent uh, like my New Year's Day doing that. So. Yeah, remember to read the rules when you're submitting. I thought I read them carefully, but <laughs> no. Even my like worst time didn't get accepted as well. I didn't know what I did wrong, did wrong there, but I guess I did something wrong. I didn't know this was about you, Duckling. What's up with these <laughs> I guess we'll move on. I just need to get that off my chest. Uh, it's obviously. Okay. Don't worry, man. Everyone gets a run rejected as new runner, and then, yeah. uh, you know, you learn. Yeah, I just stopped my, uh, my speedrunning. Uh, uh, you gotta get back get, get back on the horse. Get get, get back, back on the grind, I guess. Maybe maybe, maybe yeah, I need yeah. to do that. Just don't just don't run that game. It's horrible. <laughs> I, I I think if we were to talk about like how all this actually started out, also just like actually take, taking this approach back to when me and Nico started out. Me and him was actually not meant to be a casting duo in the beginning. Oh yeah, um, true. <laughs> we um because I remember okay so how it worked back then is that we had this um there was this Facebook group and like it, it, I I think. That's how I started out. I don't know how you saw it, Nico, but how I saw it back then was that, like, there was just, like, a random Facebook page that pro popped up that was, like, oh, we're looking for casters. And yeah, I yeah, set my application for that. Same, same, same. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So I think me and Nico got that. I'm pretty sure, like, back then I was like, holy, oh, my God, I, I got this job. Oh my, God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then I, like, I'm pretty sure they just accepted anyone who sent an application. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if they did or not, but I, I, I know that they, they definitely tried everyone. Yeah, okay, fast. Like, trialed everyone with, like, a small, like, Discord conversation and stuff like that and, like, English capabilities. Yeah, because I, um, I remember I was supposed to start out with um, Rebo, actually, but that's, like, oh, yeah, they, yeah. They, then they realized, wait, this is two color casters, <laughs> and one of them is online, and the other one is in the studio, so this oh, doesn't yeah. work out. So at first in the messenger group, I was, like, setting everything up with him, and then all of a sudden I was told, oh, never mind, you're going to be doing Nico instead. Yeah. So we... Um, well, I remember because we had... Uh, because we like became a duo and then the two of us took it super seriously we were like yeah. okay we're gonna pull up fucking academy vods from exactly. na and we're exactly. gonna fucking sit and use like three four hours on this shit and be like constant like <laughs> give it to the criticism <laughs> <laughs> it's, so exactly. it's so funny thinking back off but i think that's also the reason why we 
Forest decent as we were back then and how how we actually came in with with what people like because we'd actually put in a lot of effort like we got that and we sat and we sat and not necessarily what we but we we had a lot of practice trying to go over what we wanted to do and how we wanted to do it so yeah it was exactly that we took na academy leaks because we knew we didn't watch this so it's yeah, like exactly. the game so we had no idea what the fuck was happening we didn't know the players either so we just cast over that um, and then inevitably we just got ready. So how it worked out when me and Nico had our first cast is that you were um, shaking. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Do you remember the comments about me? You were like... fucking monka shake. You were like a heroin addict. Hadn't <laughs> gotten any like. I, I remember like there was really po- there was a lot of positive comments, especially about <laughs> Nico as well. And then one of the comments just stood out to me because I would always rewatch the Twitch what when I sat back home to watch the Twitch uh, what Twitch chat had said. And one of them was basically like. Why can this ADH kid just fucking stand still or something like that? Like I was just like, <laughs> like it was actually crazy. Yeah. Oh. oh shit, so funny. Uh, that is that's, you... that's interesting. I thought good boy. You also like published your your application there, right? I think you did that a few years yeah. ago, and it was like, yeah, I, I drink Red Bull. Hire me. No, something no, like no. That. It wasn't even Red Bull. Like my application was literally me being master in solo queue. <laughs> Oh, I yeah. sent that in next to my photo of me, and then the photo of me was me standing like this with, dude, like this. I have two Red Bulls next to me, um, <laughs> of course like this with um, with some Monster Energy drinks back then because back then I drank that shit. So now when I obviously grow, now you are the, uh, sophisticated. Yeah, now I'm sophisticated, and uh, and and obviously the Red Bull is the way to go. I don't know. It's it's funny with Red Bull because. We were giving Red Bulls for free and it kind of just became a thing that we would do. Like it just became that meme because we had the Red Bulls and we were like, oh, yeah. we'll just make some fun out of it. Like, well, I remember it was we... like, well, we both liked Red Bull. Like none yeah. of us disliked it. I liked like the sugar-free thing sugar-free and you like the, one, yeah. and you like the ones with sugar. So we, it would always, it would always work out for us. But the weird thing was we had like in the, this wasn't in the first studio. This was like in the second studio. In uh, yeah. what, uh, Hydra. what was it called? Yeah, in Hydra, exactly. And <laughs> there was like little 10, 20 crates in the back. Like and people were just like, yeah, you can just go and fucking, you can just go and take <laughs> one, it's fine. So before every cast, we'd get like fucking 10 of them or something, just lined them up beneath like the like the desk so people couldn't see them. And then like Google kept fucking drinking it on air. And he never, the one thing he always fucked up was he never had the goddamn logo. On like their correct side, <laughs> they always had it like completely mad. You couldn't see what the fuck he was drinking anyway. Listen, I found out earlier that that is completely random on the cans as well. Like these are facing yeah, know, the same way, but it's like I know, I know. they're not. Yeah, so like it's it's on them. It's not my fault. Okay, it's not my fault. But if I'm not mistaken, they actually do make some that are for like casts and stuff like that, so that the thing is always on that side of the camera. They might be, but I haven't gotten one of them. No, so they might be. <laughs> not famous might have enough yet. <laughs> Probably. But yeah, it's interesting because back then we would like, I remember I had like this folder of paper where I had like, I did, um, I did matchup analysis or whatever you would call mm-hmm. it. If, like every roster, every roster had like a scouting. So me and Nico would, that's how I got the pre-game cigarette, uh, the pre-ritual of smoking before cast as well. Because yeah, Nico yeah. and I would literally like, would like sit and um, there was this, at the first location we had, it was Good Game Esports, which was yeah. uh, Annette Cafe. And we were giving a room that was like, me and Nico could fit in there, fit in there and that was it. Like, that yep. was all the room we had. You could not put another person in there or you'd just be cramped. But we tried it at finals. And I think it was all right. But like, it was like, that was barely any room. So yeah. we, um, there's like this little indoor 
smoking place you could be so we yeah, would like a smoking spend, cabinet like, yeah thing. yeah yeah so i would always get a hot dog i think uh from the <laughs> from the bar i would get the, the how many fucking times did i buy you hot dogs by the way no not that many you were so fucking poor back then i swear it's not that many you had no money back then so it was funny. my first job. That was the first thing as well. I, uh, I, I just finished high school. I, I needed to find jobs. And unironically, the first job I found was this casting jobs. And honestly, it didn't pay very well. Right? Yeah. It was like 150 Danish crowns a day. Per week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was genuinely was not a lot. Though. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a struggle. <laughs> like it, would pay, it would pay for transportation, basically. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> transportation and food. And that was yeah. kind of it. <laughs> so, yeah. So I got I, I got you smoking. Up. Sorry, that's true. It's his fault. I always say this. Like I always say this. Like when I'm out with uh, with people that yeah, Nico, he's uh, he's the reason <laughs> that I do this. It's his fault. I tainted him. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, you you, you casted as a duo for for many many years, right? And what no, were some really of your favorite actually, memories I together? So, I think okay. So just to put the timeline. I think we did half a year together. Then uh, we had a break where. Uh, I got wasn't it like a year wasn't it a year and then we had a break because yeah, you might have been might because been. you uh you were supposed to go to like vietnam or something yeah exactly exactly so 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 the reason why we stopped being a duo well nico lost motivation um from for the game for a bit and i was supposed to go to vietnam because i uh back then i worked three jobs because as nico said i didn't have a lot of money so mm. i had to like make days and so i would wake up in the morning at three in the night to go for the bakery then I'd finish off at nine. Me and Nico actually worked at the same bakery at a time as well. That's another that was story. But we, boss. <laughs> we actually had a, we had a, another job together. Um, very funny. Um, then at nine, I'd go to uh, the primary school to teach as a substitute teacher. And then in the night, I'd go casting. So at, sometimes at days, I'd literally had a, a working day which, that was from three in the morning to like 11 in the evening or some shit yeah. like that just to uh, make dancing so i was saving up to be a substitute or a teacher in vietnam where i wanted to do charity work and and teach kids how to speak english but um then out of nowhere flames contacted me and they were like hey do you want to be a part of our organization as a league of legends manager and i was like holy shit do i go to vietnam and teach kids or do i work in esports so obviously the decision was fuck them kids and work business, business, business. <laughs> it was sounding so wholesome as well when you're allowed that like i wanted to go to vietnam and teach yeah. the kids and then i was they, about like, to do it but kids. then i got money so fuck <laughs> no i didn't get money the, the, the job wasn't but like i can oh, you got you got say, good ass experience though yeah, I, get, I did get good experience, but my starting salary was a thousand a month. Like it was yeah, not yeah. good money. Obviously, no. that uh, the bigger flames grew because flames grew a lot um, while I was working. You guys there. almost I, I won as time. well. Yeah, yeah. It was, you guys but, became you guys came second, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I mean, we always came second. Didn't yeah, we? first in regular <laughs> yeah. season, but then second in playoffs. You know, you were always like smashing everyone in fucking regular season, but then in playoffs, like it, like oh, oh sorry, always in the finals. You guys always fucked up something. I don't know yeah. what the fuck was up. Yeah, I don't know if it was just Sometimes it was a meta read. Sometimes we were being cocky and just being like, oh, we don't need to play these champions. We'll, we'll just <laughs> upset them anyway. And then we, we, yeah. we got Good manager. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, you want to play Corky bot lane? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> what was the initial question? How did, what, what, no, what was our favorite just memory you know, together? If you right? had some, good, had some uh, you know, memories you cherished, but it seemed like uh, you got some of them out with the... Uh, Deciding not to go to the kids and uh, the <laughs> good ass memory. Uh, good. That's, you yeah. know the good times. Deny, denying go to going to Vietnam, but obviously I just quickly want to get this out of the way. But did did you ever actually win anything with Flames other than the regular season of uh, LCD? 
You won a lot of regular seasons. A lot of regular yeah, seasons. Yeah, a lot of regular seasons, but that doesn't matter, you know. Did you get any trophies while you were there? No. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> we got some MVPs. You didn't win trophies, though. Who cares no, about MVPs? MVPs. <laughs> you true. didn't put any trophy in the trophy cabinet. No, there's a lot of trophy as flames, but none of them are from League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you got a trophy for winning an LCD back in the day. They're the fucking Arsenal of League. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, you know, Arsenal at least won something back in the old days. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that doesn't count. No, that doesn't count. That's too long ago, I guess. Before you were born, I think. <laughs> I Actually, I think it was the year I was born they were, the Invincibles. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Holy shit. Actually, one of my favorite moments with Gulva was... Um, Copenhagen games uh, at the at the Red Bull um, tournament. Uh, we were so fucking high on caffeine because we had drank so much Red Bull. Because we were basically there from what uh, was it like two p.m. to like ten p.m. I was coaching at the same time because yeah, we were your team was so I, I, I did like I, I I had a game that was that we that got extended because there was a three way tie in the tournament. Yeah, yeah. To two in the morning. And we had to be up ready like at 12 for the next day as well. And I had to get home and I had to get back. And, and back then, my my uh, my ex-girlfriend back then or girlfriend back then was um, was running around with me as well back for every four yeah, hours. Like yeah. everything was just like, it was it was such a crazy event. It, it's weird looking back at Lance. But to me, that's definitely also a wholesome experience because it's like, that was... That was when we got back together. I remember when, when because I was working at Flames and they were producing solo queue, they reached out to me and I was like, holy shit, I can get Nico here. And I think that was our first real day rate as well. Like, like yeah. where it was like, actually decent money. Actually decent for, money, for yeah, casting, exactly. For casting, yeah. So to me, that was just like incredible. And and, and they had so many resources actually casting on land as well. And oh yeah, and like also we got the pollution. As our yeah. techni audio technician, and he was fucking amazing. Yeah, so not to shit talk the back then production of League, but we all <laughs> we all know how the production was back then. Okay, we don't we don't need to talk about it. So when we got Polish as a producer, it was a whole different experience. Okay, it was he smooth. Was, we yeah, could get replays brilliant. and shit, man. Like <laughs> replays, damn. We could get replays, Parkers. <laughs> Dude, like back then we could not get replays in League. So it was like if a cool play happened. If I did not catch everything, or Gulbo didn't catch everything in that play, we just effed. Like, it's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, That's really funny. It happened. Well because cool yeah, also, it was directed cam. Always. Yes. So, a, a fight could start, like, top lane, and then it would show that, but then if goddamn support uh, in the bottom lane hit the AD carry once, or something like that, the camera would, like, pan down to the bottom lane. Like, oh shit, he got hit. <laughs> They're fighting. It's really yeah. funny as well because um, one of the feedbacks I've gotten when I've started to work with uh, bigger leagues um, has been that my replays are really bad. And the reason for that is that, you know, I've just never had replays. Like <laughs> when I started out casting and when I started getting my habits of, of how to build this up, we just didn't have replays. Like yeah, exactly. we, it's it just like, so yeah, exactly. So it's it's something that I've, I've had to learn along the way as well. But it's it's just very interesting that how it started out and yeah the difference it can make when you suddenly have way more people working on a production as well yeah that, oh, those yeah. were the old days i remember when i came in like the first time it was nils uh, another cast producing for me and theodore as well so yeah mm. uh, the cast is oh, cast has come, become better as well with uh, with time but obviously oh, the yeah, production sure, sure. definitely leveled up but oh so you had a year's break you worked with flames goodball then you came back for ripple solo queue but then what was the next step because you had been on and off for a long time you know your last cast together was 
2020 summer and uh, Intel Esports Denmark, right? So, you know, it's been on and off for a long time, but what happened after that uh, Ripple, Ripple 1v1 event? I think we were, were, we made a looking for work post after that because we were like, okay, holy shit, we, we finally got something. But I think what fucked up us a lot back then was that we didn't get Nordics yeah. um, for Doomhack, for example. Um, we just like, we, we look for, we, and we like, even that looking for t t like work post I had back then got a lot of exposure. I think that was like back then my most exposed tweet ever, because yeah, I remember seeing like, it as well in my time. We, then. we had a really good following, like, and we had a lot of people backing us up and, and trying there was to a lot of people that there. wanted to see us like get to the next level and stuff like that. Exactly. And, and we were like, uh, you know, willing to put in the time and put in the effort and like put in the hours and shit like that. But just nothing came out of it. Like, no matter what we did, just nothing came out of people wanting us as, like, a duo. And we weren't, like, experienced enough as a single to, like, just say, like, okay, well, like, no one reached out and was like, okay, we want you, but not the other guy. Yeah. Everyone was just, like, did, no one just responded. And also, like you said, we didn't get Nordic spots, so that messed us up as well. Yeah, so one thing was Nordics because they already had. And then in 2020, start of 2020, Dreamhack, um, Dreamhack took over again with Nordics. Um, mm. They got the UKLC, but because they got the UKLC, they had the UK casters, and they put the UK casters on the Nordics then as well. And even back then, I was like, "Well, guess I'm just fucking quitting casting because I can't <laughs> even get a job in yeah. my own fucking region." And um, I remember what happened then was, um, I think it was like we had some people who like added dreamhack and like where the fuck are these people and and, and they, yeah, they yeah. tagged you and me and all this stuff so some of the uk casters i don't know if they ever reached out to you nico but they, they reached did, out they to did. me they and did. and they're like you know what we're sorry about this and yeah. like we like, it wasn't yeah. their fault as well like people no, it wasn't. people flaming the casters it's like dude they literally just got the opportunity and they took it like we would have done the same thing if someone told us that we could get a uk scene opportunity yeah. we would have taken it as well mm. instantly Obviously. like don't don't hate the player. Hate but the then game. the thing like kind of happened then like half a year later, then they needed a collar. And I mean, I was still obviously looking for duos, but even you, Duckling, like I've, I've been tried getting you on the product as well. Like they, they're just like with play-by-play uh, -play casters, they just like, they already have Hipbrain, they already have Excoundrel. And for the most part, when they rotate, pe rotate people in, it's, um, it's analyst. Like yeah. there is not a lot of play-by-play -play casters in Europe. So you would imagine that the work would be easier getting, but the problem is that a lot of the work there is, or the same play by play casters will be getting, and, and it's just like, color casters are easy because you can have them cast a game and you can have them be on the desk. Yeah. You can have a play by play caster be on a desk as well, but most of the time that's not their primary function. So it's harder for them to like fit into to different slots of, uh, of the puzzles as well. And I think that's why it's so hard for some play by plays to make a breakthrough as well because the competition like you need someone to get removed from the spot or level up from the spot they say someone get lpl lec another region and yeah, then exactly. the slot kind of becomes open and then it's just kind of this staircase you're just waiting for and i think like at least for nico's case like i'm obviously not going to speak for his behalf but i can imagine that waiting for that staircase just became more and more unrealistic yeah it was just annoying because i could see like i knew that hip brain was good i knew like scoundrel uh, was good so, like, I knew that my shots of actually getting into anything, those two being around, was pretty small. Because, okay, so there's two good play-by-play -play casters. They don't really know about me, the rest of the league, or re rest of the leagues. Uh, so, like, why wouldn't they just hire them every time? And they're going to say yes every time. It's kind of the same as, like, uh, I guess, you know how NA, LCS, they always fucking have the same people? 
in the teams. Like they just shuffled like Darshan. Yeah, yeah. Just shuffles around. around and it's like you could probably get like a new talent or stuff, something like that. But you know this guy has been good. So just keep him around. Not to say that they are the Darshans of the fucking casters, <laughs> but my point stands. Just just reuse the same guys, it's fine. And if yeah. like if they're doing a good job, then why change it, you know? I think that's a pretty good point as well. As Good also mentioned, you know, play by plays, there are not as many, but there are way fewer spots. While, you know, analysts, they can work for a lot of different positions on the broadcast, or at least yeah. more commonly. So, uh, I want to talk about more about, you know, so we move forward from Red Bull uh, 1v1 and that. So, we move into the 2020. You, Good Boy, you got on the Nordics for Desk, I believe, right? For the spring finals, both the UK. Yeah. And uh, then, you know, we got all the Telia news and NLC. So, that's when the NLC became a thing. Obviously, Good Boy, you got up to the NLC, but you guys also did some of the first uh, Telia Esports Series Denmark the together in, in 2020 summer. So how did, the, how did that come around? I mean, um, they, they, they were going to cast reached out. again, and they <laughs> needed the best casters, so we yeah. were there. <laughs> I mean, they just uh, reached out to us, and yeah. they were like, yo, we want both of you back, and we want to like pay you more and stuff like that. We want to accommodate you more. All that good stuff. Um, and it was going well up until uh, my... <laughs> My full-time job found out that I was doing it, and they that were is like, "That's such a weird thing." That, that I know. Did they get mad? Well, they're like, "No." Yeah, it was. It was kind of a brief of con a breach of contract for me. Like, if you if you look at it from because, okay, so leagues wanted me to sign a contract, you know, to like uh, NDA and uh, like that I'm working there and stuff like that. And my current contract with the place that I work at full time doesn't allow me to have other job contracts. So therefore, the instance oh. that they found out that I was working somewhere else, they were like, we can't have you do that because that's going to... Because the way that my work works is um, I don't have specific times or specific uh, days. It's mm -hmm. like um, it goes, it ebbs and flows like throughout yeah. the week. And sometimes I have night shifts or day shifts or evening shifts. So they can't have me having another job because if I have another job, then it's going to go out, like it's going to mess up their schedule because then I'm going to try to calculate for that and maybe it's not always gonna you know go well and then it's also gonna fuck up leaks if they if i'm saying yes to like a finals or something and then my schedule comes out and i'm like oh i can't because i have a job that day yeah that's that's actually kind of crazy so i obviously i was watching back then uh, and doing this day and i remember i was like wait wait why did nico go because obviously it was like one week you two guys were casting them had teodor nils for the other week right and then mm. what? Then suddenly it was like, wait, so it's Gulbo and Haha XD, and then it became Gulbo too. And I was like, just wondering what really happened, obviously. And that's what led to, to you know, me me getting a, the spot for 2021, I guess. You're welcome. Yeah, I, I, I guess that... So, so I, speaking of that staircase, right? So that that's kind of what happens there as well. And that was like your instance as well, Dark Link. For exactly. Like, like, then all of a sudden that... One of the pieces gets, uh, or one of the puzzle pieces suddenly are empty, and you, you get to put your mark in there, and that's kind of just what happens. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, if you, I think when you're, when definitely when you're starting out casting, um, it's definitely more about just being a nice person and good to work with than being actually really good. Because I think you can become good at the way, like if you really put the effort in. But if you're not an idiot to work with, or if you're like good relations with people, it'll always get you more spots. Like it'll always get you more. It's the same thing. Like uh, it's the same thing that happened with me and Dreamhack. Is that when I didn't get Dreamhack at first, I still um, the the color casters and the and the casters in general of uh, 
of, uh, of from UK back then, Orcs and all this, I offered like, hey, let's have a call. I'll give you all the research I know of all the Nordic players that you wouldn't know about. So I'll give you all the background history and all this stuff. So even though I lost the spot, and even though like a lot of people could have argued that I should have been pissed for, for not getting it, I was like, you know what, fuck it. I just want to make it like still good for, for the Nordic and, and help them out. So I literally just gave all everything I know that you could have said that that was... Uh, Gulbo, your your audio has cut My out. My expertise. There you go. Uh, your audio but cut out for like fifteen to, seconds. To for actually, me. show people that you can. Your good colleague mm. is definitely going to give for you sure. a lot more work in the beginning. People, will, people remember you for who you are and not what you're doing in the in this industry. Yeah. Like if you're an asshole, they're going to call you out for it, and you're not going to get a call back to them. <clears throat> uh, so I'm 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 uh, I'm sad to say, guys, my audio, you know, uh, kind of cut out that, and then it, you know, sped you guys up. So. Uh, could we go back to, to what you were saying, Gulbo? Like, you were in the middle of saying something and my audio cut, and then suddenly, you know, it was saying everything sped up. And it, uh, yeah. And that's, uh... I see Leaks production haven't changed. <laughs> <laughs> Unlucky. Yeah, but now it's me sitting... Dude, the back. absolute worst thing about the Leaks production was the fact that we didn't know when it was fucking up and when it wasn't. So sometimes, because we would have, like, Twitch when chat... when you had to do hand signs? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the first place we were at the um, Good Game Studios, or Esports Cafe, or whatever it's called, we had, like, basically, like, a smaller than this fucking room, right? We could be in that. And then on our left was a door that we had to close, because if we didn't close that, there were there were too many, like, noises and shit. So, like, out people were, like, talking outside in the cafe and stuff. And it was right next to the bathroom as well. Oh, also that. Yeah. <laughs> which, we, which was good for us when we had small breaks, you know? But, uh, yeah, our production guy, uh, Matthias, he was sitting right outside there on the floor. with the computer on the fucking floor with, like, the production shit. And if something was going wrong, he would, like, hand signal us shit, and we didn't know what the hell it fucking meant. He was like, and and then he did like stuff like this, and he was like, uh, "Can't you guys see? It's it means pause." And I was like, "Dude, just fucking do this! Yes, fucking like... shit. <laughs> just do a timeout, goddamn it, man!" Uh, God bless him, though. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> remember when? Uh, remember when he was watching Counter Strike? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just sitting there like, "Hello, are you gonna? We, we're done. We're done casting. Please." Go to a break, do something. He was just not listening. He was just sat there watching Counter Strike. He's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it so funny. Uh, it's the good old memories we cherish, I think. Obviously. <laughs> I tried last. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Especially, you know, sitting on the floor just shows, you know, the good old days. Oh, yeah. Dude, you know, he had dedication before, you know, from day one. And all this. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that that's what we all had because, once again, Salary was pretty much just like, a, like it's just an example of what we want to give yeah. you something, but it's not like an actual salary. All of us back then was for passion. Because I remember some of the other casters stopped casting. Uh, I won't mention any name, but they stopped casting because they wanted more money. And it's just like, we don't have money. This is <laughs> this is what we have. We can't just do it. Uh... So messed up for me because I was like, what the fuck do you like? Okay, not to stroke my fucking own cock or something, <laughs> but. You could have said ego, but you... Yeah, you could have said ego, though. I think yeah, they're going to get I, them all I, PG I swear a lot in real life, okay? I'm sorry. This, this <laughs> is who I am. Deal with it. Um, me and Gulbo were, like, uh, regarded as, like, the best casters in, like, Denmark. And we didn't get paid shit. But then other guys who were, like, not as good or not regarded as well were like, yeah, we need to get paid more than them. And I was like, what the fuck do you actually mean? Like, they don't have any money. If they did, they would give people more money. Like, shut the fuck up. Do your job and like actually get better, and then then you can talk about contract stuff. 
I it think was, that is it, a, was, it was very interesting, yeah. But I think there was just like yeah, I don't know. They 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 must have felt I don't know what like I don't want to swear underappreciated, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I can understand some sort of it because they were there before us as well. Like they had been there for a long time. So if they hadn't moved in terms of salary, like they feel like it stood still for a long time, maybe maybe that's why, but but yeah. I mean, and no, I am not going to visit Iceland, unfortunately. <laughs> Unlucky. F's in the chat for Google. <laughs> I'm going to Berlin this week, but I'm not going to Iceland. <clears throat> Corona bore. <laughs> well, that was also an experience, you know, with you. True. Uh, are you okay again after that? Like, completely uh, fresh? I mean, no, no actually, your body still has a lot of, um, like, you're, you don't have any symptoms, but, like, basic stuff is going out and walking for a longer period of time. Like, usually I go for a 10-kilometer walk every day because I work full-time esports, so I have no reason to get out of my house, but I need to force myself to get out of the house, so I do stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't able to do that. Like, I, I'm, I'm just smashing. Like, you can still feel that you're breathing. Um, sometimes it's a bit weird. Um but I think that's one because I was inside for ten days, and then two because of COVID. So like everything mm. in general, just like kind of, so I just kind of have to work my way back up again. So yeah. Do you feel like lethargic? Like you're like tired but not tired? Do you still have that? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, because I remember when I got my vaccine shots, I was like that for like two days. It was like, wow. I just felt like sluggish. Like I, I wasn't, I couldn't sleep or anything. I just felt tired. It was so annoying. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I every time I've been doing, I've been doing something every day just to do something. Because mm. when you've been locked inside, you really just want to get out. Yeah. Um, so every time I've been out, like I went to a cafe just to read, and just doing that. When I came home, I was just like, I'm so smashed. Like I couldn't do anything. I was just passing out in my chair, but I couldn't sleep. It was just yeah. like yeah, small things really. Uh, it sucks. Really, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I guess it'd be good better sometime, you know. No, I'm, I'm gonna be like this forever. I'm just only yeah. dying. It's like so slowly dying. It's only gonna get worse from here, I guess. No, Aren't I'm... we all slowly dying? <laughs> Technically, you know we are. <laughs> Very slowly. <laughs> so obviously, uh, you're going down to Berlin, but Gulbo, after your Nordics, right? You came in there. You did the Nordics on the analyst desk and all this. Uh, you got into the NLC, but was that just you know kept contact with the guys and they're like, yeah, we want you in this new league, or how did that? Uh, that opportunity come I think about. It, Robert back then, who was the uh, product manager of DreamHack, and even him, I okay, so I sent him an application in Nico's place as well, um, because back then Nico released a he he released a video that even Captain Flowers commented on. I don't know if you you remember that, but Nico had made a man montage of his play by play in English, which was very limited because we only cast it in English when we had playoffs. Um, and yeah, it was it was really good. Even Captain Flowers was like, "This is this is good." And I remember there's another guy who's like, "Oh, I wish the Australian casters was as good as this or something like." There's like there is some positive comments to it, so it's like I'm gonna send this, and then hopefully they can make us a duo in NLC. But that just never happened. Like they had a budget, and yeah. once again they had two play by plays. I didn't come to the NLC as a caster. I came to the NLC purely as an analyst. That was mm -hmm. what was in my contract. I wasn't given color casting. That's only later when we started saying, hey, um, we're not just analysts. We we know how to cast as well. Yeah. Uh, which actually was a misunderstanding from DreamHack in the beginning, I believe, that me and Trouble back then was just there to be analysts and, and not actually cast. So they were very set in stone, or at least they wanted to be very set in stone. Um, so yeah, that's... Uh, that's how I got onto DreamHack. They reached out to me. I started doing some splits with them and I started evolving as they, oh, I, I can cast as well. I started casting. And then that same year, I got I got European Masters, which is absolutely crazy because I just made my breakthrough in the RLs and then 
um, Frosk, who had been a guest back then, um, messaged me and she was like, what's your WhatsApp? I was like, I don't have fucking WhatsApp. So let me just- The fuck is all out, WhatsApp? <laughs> That's when you're a really good casting get WhatsApp. I still don't then, then she sent my WhatsApp to Quickshot and then Quickshot contacted me in WhatsApp and then we got in touch on mail and then all of a sudden I got European Masters and then all of a sudden I, yeah, I just started getting more work. I started getting better at what I do and that's kind of how like we just evolved. I, I believe. Funny, right? Because that's always how it spirals. It's like you think it's like just a small step up or something like that, but then higher people like notice you and then you like slowly just go up randomly and you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but I think, I think for a lot of people out there, especially when they're chasing a dream, either through esports or anything else in general, like I have a lot of friends that want to be artists or, or like anything where you have to be creative about your craft and work their way up and perfect it and hone those skills alongside the way. Like it's not just an immediate breakthrough. It's yeah. genuinely small, small steps every time along the way. And each small step doesn't seem very insignificant. doesn't seem very significant, but it genuinely is. Like each small step you take is going to have some sort of impact. It's going to leave some sort of impact um, on some people as well, that notion. Then the next one and the next one and the next yeah, one. Exactly. It's very momentum-based. As long as you can keep yourself even or take a step up, then it's always going to work. As long as you're never taking steps down, then then I'd say you're you're definitely doing a good job, which is why I've been so depressed about losing all these European Masters casts because it's mm. been the first time where I was forced to take a step down. And yeah. um, and that kind of hurts. Yeah. I, uh, I actually also you know, want to answer on this good boy. I'd love to hear more about it because obviously then after European Masters, you know, we went back to Telia Spotters Denmark. Uh, Nico was working full time, so he brought me in. We did the split. We did some Telia Masters casts as well. And then, you know, suddenly... Uh, you were obviously still doing an LC at this time. You just exploded, you know. And then it was LPL, LEC, Mr. Worldwide. So how, uh, and in what a short time span, how, what, how did these opportunities just all of a sudden come your way with all of these big, well, was top four leagues, you know? WhatsApp. <laughs> it's all in the <laughs> well, line of WhatsApp, WhatsApp guys. is a good thing to have. But once again, I want to take it back to what we talked about earlier with like, these, um, this, the casting stairs as well, in terms of like waiting for casters to suddenly have spots removed um ender uh, i was gonna say you 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 uh, replaced ender basically right well we so what riot wanted to do with the spot ender hat was that they no longer wanted to keep someone there permanently they wanted to actually shuffle people maybe, around stuff exactly yeah. so they wanted to utilize that there were all these characters <laughs> in the rls they could continuously use as a guest which is why they're like okay we're not gonna hire someone new we're actually going to leave this spot open and then we're going to have people on rotation to actually benefit the casters below, which I think is, is great because we all, we all get to have a shot. We don't have to worry about always waiting for that spot to be open. You actually to be, get to go on, on these stages. And, and all of a sudden me and Georgia was like doing good. Well, Georgia is trouble. If you didn't know, um, good enough to be a part of playoffs as well. And like, mm -hmm. they kept on evolving people. I think having that spot open to just evolve on different people actually leaves way more, um, what do what do you, what do you kind of say like a, a larger amount of talent that you can pick from because you just yeah. keep switching people around and actually honing their skills, which is great instead of having to work a new guy up every time. And then LPL, I mean LPL is like it's a weird thing. There's not a lot of casters who want to do LPL because LPL is seven days a week for a lot of people. Now there's COVID, that's obviously helped my career as well. But um, you would move down to Shanghai. And a lot of people don't want to move to China. A lot of people hate China for- A lot of people just don't want to move outside yeah. of Europe. If, if yeah, you're in Europe, you actually don't want to uh, move It's interesting Europe. though, because it's like, if you get LCK, then people's like, hell that's yeah, different. Korea. That's different. <laughs> that's not like- Korea, South Korea is like, okay. South Korea is like America on crack. 
America and Craig is America. Nah, nah, no, America and Craig is America. Nah, that's America with cocaine friends. then. <laughs> a little bit better. No, but like, seriously, um, I, I've only heard good things about South Korea because of how big or how large like the esports scene is down there. Like, yeah, it's large in China as well, but down there they're more like the fans are more hooliganish than like they are in, in LCK. In LCK, they just support like the entire scene. From what I've seen, at least. And also, I feel like uh, living in Korea would be cooler than living in China. Just I mean, in, in terms of like state and stuff like that. I, I, yeah, I, I think probably it's probably the state. The same. Yeah, 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 I'd probably say the same. But the, the fact is, a lot of casters don't want to move to LPL. So when I applied for LPL, there basically wasn't any competition because they needed two spots and only two casters applied. Because they it's literally... applications or what? Oh, well, they didn't have open applications. You had to, once again, okay, so this is... You like, had to know people. Yeah, you actually did. You had to know people. So the reason why I, uh, who I knew, I knew Penguin, I did European Masters with Penguin, Penguin back um, back uh, in my, my first day at European Masters. And I, he, he and I worked really well together. We spoke well together. So he's like, oh, I'm going to send you an email. And then we had an interview with the guys of LPL. And they're basically like, yep, you're coming along. And it wasn't really much debate. They were just like, oh, we're, we love to have you here. It's great. And then, yeah. Then LPL was insanely easy to get. I I had no doubts that I would get LPL. Getting LEC was definitely the biggest surprise of the year. So obviously, so that's how you get LPL. But was LEC much of the same way? Did you all guys can just get thrown in a group and they were like, okay, so this is what we want to do with the uh, you know, bring up different <laughs> talent? Or, or how did that process work out? Did they have to cut some of you guys off at one point? Or? Well, they cut. They took all of us except Orcs from the NLC, which was <laughs> that's disturbing. Actually, that's just disturbing. That's which fucked was, up. That, which was yeah, insanely fucked I did up. my board dirty. That's actually me, not okay. Back then, and and probably still, Orcs was the best color caster we had in the tier two because he's super fucking knowledgeable. He's he's way better at English than I probably will ever be in some of the phrases that he has. Like you guys will know this as well. As Danish casters, you can always just kind of. You can just improvise and still come up with a good quote or anything like that, and it'll, it'll sound good. But in English, it, it's way harder to do that because it, it doesn't come as natural to you. So yeah, English exactly. will just always be harder to uh, to cast as a as a second uh, what would you like second language or whatever, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, um, sure. but we uh, we got we got calls as well from Quickshot. He had to, like this huge document where he's like, okay. As you've probably heard, Ender's not here. And he, he took us one by one. It wasn't one big group call. It was one mm -hmm. by one. And there was a schedule. He was like, okay, I want you here. I want to try and use you here. And they planned out the first four weeks of the LEC. And then he said, I don't want to give any pressure, but we will be evaluating how well you're going to be doing and when you're here, obviously. And then the people that's doing well can continue coming along. Um, luckily, I think every guest that was there got guest cast again. So they, they were happy about all of us being there, which was great. Yeah. Um, Can I just say? Point of view, I they did still you so. Think, they did on, you so on. dirty with the goddamn teleprompter. <laughs> that was so cringe. That was so cringe. <laughs> tell tell people that, that don't know because joke. the clip in itself doesn't do it justice. <laughs> that was so cringe. So basically, Trevor points at the teleprompter, which is usually hinting that he wants me to read it. I start reading the teleprompter where it's gonna throw to a break. And all of a sudden, the teleprompter just jumps. Like, it just, like, it, like there's, there's text you need to read. It's right in front of you. Pretend like I'm looking into the camera. It seems like I'm looking into the camera. But actually, I'm reading a text that's right under the camera. Um, which is why it sounds like I know exactly what I'm talking about. But I'm actually just reading off a screen right now. But script that screen I read off just jumped down. There was no longer any text on it. I was just like, uh... 
I just collapsed. Like, I, I didn't know what to do. The, worst, like, the best part is you saying, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, as if you knew your career was over or something. Like, no! That goes your will, Spud. He said, no pressure! <laughs> Did you did, uh, did you did you tell him not not to suck by the way? Yes, I did. So nice. One 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 thing you guys probably don't know um, is that Quickshot has this ritual with, whenever he's casting with new casters that he'll only tell them one thing and one. Thing and it's only. like right before you're going out, right? Right before you're there, he'll look you in the eyes and he'll tell you, whatever you do, just don't be shit. Which <laughs> is which is it it's supposed to not give you pressure. But it also feels like you're getting fresh because you're like, don't fucking be shit, you little... <laughs> I mean, the worst thing is, it's so like, it could mean so many things. It's like, what? Does he think I'm shit? Like, yeah, it would, exactly. But it would mess with my head. So I'm like, what? What? <laughs> but the thing Am is, like, it's, shit? How, how it's meant to be said is just like, whatever you do, as long as you're not doing shit, then you're doing well. That's kind of just what he's saying, right? So like, yeah, just... but that's not what he's saying. <laughs> no, I know. I know. It could definitely be phrased better, but it's just yeah. like, yeah, just, just don't be shit and you're good, but... So he was like, I want to tell you something. And I was like, no, no, before you do that, I actually want to tell you something. So uh, whatever you do when, when we're on casting, just don't be shit, okay? And then he just started laughing. And I was like, that was, that was great. Oh, how the so, tables uh, have turned. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was very happy. He seems that. like such a nice dude. Yeah, me and him speak really well. Uh, he's definitely one I speak the most with from the LEC. I'd say I speak with Trevor and then Sharks and then... Uh, because I do a lot of analyst desk with shocks. So it's actually just the people I work the most with. So yeah, yeah. like we have like a lot of social activities. Obviously, trouble I sp I go out with the most just because we like we did everything together yeah. so far. So it's like just uh, super easy. And then Betty Medi and then probably Drake's Cadrill at the bottom because we're just always different casting pairs. So we don't actually yeah see you each other guys yeah you're always on different schedules. It seems. Yeah, exactly. So we don't actually see each other. I think you and Cadrill would get along really well though. Uh, I think yeah. I mean, Cadrill's he, he, a cool guy, but. I think I, I, I just mean in terms of like age and stuff like that. Like you're pretty he's similar. He's 25. What, how old are you? Yeah, like 22. Are you only 22? Oh, nah. You're so fucking young, dude. I'm so <laughs> over it. <laughs> but actually, nigga, how old are you? I don't know this. How old I'm are you? I'm fucking 29, bro. 29. I'm, I'm over. It's you're over. You're 11 years older than me, bro. It's over, guys. 11. Oh my god. Damn. I'm old, dude. I started. I was 19, and he was 26. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're here. And, and now we're here. One of them is doing LEC. I mean, no one fucking LEC. believes me when they when I say I'm fucking 29. 29. I no, I, I, you don't look crazy. 29. I think that's exactly no, that's, that's the thing. People say I don't look 29 and I don't act 29. <laughs> 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 Which the last part I'll get. I, I can I can relate to that. You you can relate to that. So obviously, it's a uh, it's been a it's been a weird road actually. I think it's uh, it's interesting. You know how how different paths you two have taken. Obviously. Yeah. Group is now doing a LEC as a guest, and you're, you know, speedrunning control. I think that's interesting. So, I I want to ask you you this, Nico. Did you ever actually like feel like you would, you know, made the breakthrough if your job didn't come in and uh, rip you out of it? Am I gonna stroke my own ego again or what? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. But didn't you do so? Or just maybe uh, actually like be a bit humble. Would, I don't know. So like, I I think if I had the means to not care about money. Uh, as much as I as much as I was forced to at the time because I was living I was living at a dorm um, So I had to pay for everything myself. I had to pay rent. I had to pay uh, For my own food everything like that. I, I have the last like eight years or something like that I have not been like financially like I, I, I have been financially um, On my own like I don't I don't get money from my parents or anything like that um, so like 
every month is like a month to month living for me. So I needed to make sure at that time that I was like financially stable and casting wasn't an option for me to keep myself financially stable. Cause then I, I, I wouldn't be able to make rent. I wouldn't be able to, you know, get food, go to gym, all those types of stuff. So I think if I was like, if I got like a shit ton of money just from casting, then yeah, I think I could have made it to, I don't know if I could have made it to LEC. Uh, but you I think could I could have surely made it to LPL. You could have. I think I, I think I could have made it to LPL, and I think I could have became like a household name there. Mm -hmm. uh, I was I was doing, like just from my first year, I was doing pretty well, um, uh, casting wise. Because uh, I remember Google and I, it was like a pretty slow, not slow start, but it was like in the beginning, people were like, "Oh, Nico is like trying to drag Google over the line and stuff like that." Because he was so fucking nervous in the beginning. Like, he wasn't used to standing in front of a camera and, like, doing stuff. But I had, like, a musician background. So I knew to, like, put on a face every time the camera got, like, turned on. I was, like, I wasn't even the same person at all. Like, Google can can attest to this. When I'm on the camera and when I'm off the camera, I'm, like, two different persons. But that's because you need to be. You can't use that energy all the time. So you need to, like, preserve it for moments like that. And when he figured that out as well, he turned it on. And then he got the same energy and then he like outshined me completely because then he spent like, no, but like, seriously, he had all, I, I did jack shit for prep. Let's be real here. <laughs> I didn't prep at all. It's true. Gulbo came in every fucking week and he was like, okay, so these are the matchups today. This is what I want to focus on and stuff like that. And I was like, and I looked at the paper and I was like reading, and I was like, okay, got you. So I would like set him up instead. Like that was just my job. I would, I would, I would just be like, okay, my job is to be like the host and to ask him questions so we had like two different roles, basically. We were like, I was the host, he was the analyst. So as if we had like a fucking analyst desk. And then after that, we had to turn it on again and say like, okay, now he's the color caster and I'm the play-by-play -play caster. So it was like, we had to put on these different hats and I had to, com I had to constantly uh, act like I was dumb. Because if I didn't do that, Google would never like look good at all. Because I had to put like... Um, how do you say it? I had to do like a fucking layup for you every time. It's what every good play-by-play -play and what they'll tell you every time. I think Quickshot does the same. Like you'll mm -hmm. notice that Quickshot will... Like, okay, so Quickshot's not good at the game either, right? But he's not dumb either. Like he's, exactly. he's got insanely good competitive knowledge and, and definitely more than the average guy, right? Yeah. But what he will do is just instead of making a statement himself that he knows is correct, he'll ask about the statement exactly. so the color can pick it up. And then because he asked about the statement, he engaged with a color caster, which we, we've talked about this document as well, the yeah, setups, when we talk objective yeah. timers as well and all this stuff. But when you engage with the color caster and you can set them up in ways where they look great, then you're doing great as a as a play as a play by play. As a color, how you set your play by play caster up is pacing yourself before a team fight. It's exactly. catching the energy that they have. So if Nico starts off before, if he has a huge team fight, then I just can't be like, no, that was a really cool team fight. I do yeah. holy like, oh like you, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you have to, you have to match that energy because if you're able to match the energy of your play by play, he'll sound so fucking good because he sets like a level of hype that just catches onto everything. Like if the color caster is hype, then the audience know, holy shit, this guy is like captivating, right? So exactly. um, it's like, it, it, it's a role between the two casters and me and Nico really, never talked about the theory that often it just happened like we, it's we like realized that... that like like halfway through our first year we like realized okay this is what we need to do because like if we don't do this we don't have anything to talk about then there's just like downtime randomly 
but it, the, it's the it's really time, interesting yeah. because it's something that like i i didn't have anyone teach me how to cast nigga didn't have anyone teach me on the cast like we're self-made in that regard and like the theories we came up with back then from how we wanted to cast as a duo is how they do it like do things at the lec as well is how they do like so when i came into the lec and i was like oh so what, what's your philosophy on this and like just me talking about a casting philosophy at first time with quickshot he was like wow there's not a lot of people that'll do that because there is not a lot of casters from the get-go when they get brought up that have a philosophy about, I want to talk about this at this point in the game or this or this, like actually have a ritual. Like you seem so clever about the game, but you got to realize every League of Legends game is basically the same. Like you talk about Drake timers, you talk about the Rift spawn. here's the lane swap coming out, the support is moving up at some point as well. Like it's really easy to... Um, it's really easy to actually like sound clever about the game that's just you know continuously happening the same way basically all the time yeah it's basically uh, there's like set things and then there's variables you just have exactly. to account for the variables every game yeah that's if you can if you can if, it, if you can do that then you're like you have like the foundation going right there and then obviously you need to have good chemistry between you two guys like you need to actually like the person that you're standing next to because if you don't like the person that you're standing next to then <laughs> they're gonna be fucked. it's gonna be hella awkward and also visual visual cues also helped us a lot that we would like stand beside each other people don't notice but like sometimes the conversation like ebbs and flows in terms of what's happening and stuff like that but then we would like point at places on the map for the other person to be like oh okay that's what you want me to talk about next or something like that Mm. Yeah, 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 and that also just kind of happened. Yeah. That was not really something we talked about. It was just like, okay, just point, and the other person's just like, okay, yeah, yeah. Like it's, yeah, yeah. it's funny how we're improving because it's kind of like we had the studio, we had no one to tell us what to do stuff, so we kind of just did our own thing, and that kind of just like evolved every time. It was really, yeah, some some great memories to look back at. Back at actually, oh, yeah. yeah, that's certainly Super obviously fun. Uh, you know, we did that as well, good boy. You told me that that you guys, uh, you know, did that. We raised our hand and all that. And I actually want to ask you this, good boy. You know. Because it's different when you work on online cast. And I know, you know, NLC and all this went remote. So how did, you know, have you found a way to get through, you know, get that connectivity that you have in a studio where you could raise your hand and do something uh, in sign language, I guess you could say, to your, to your co-cast? Have you found any way of doing that? Or, like, how would you say, you know, you get this in to work then? You, you can't find something of the equivalent of it, but it's about building some chemistry with the caster that you have to the point where they know your habits of how long you usually pace your sentences. I think on the LPL, I did a lot of cast with um, with Matt Magical and with Marcel, and Marcel particularly, I had a really good chemistry with to the point where it just, we, with despite having a three-second delay, because if he was in North America, I was in Denmark and Europe, and we were sending a feed to China, <laughs> despite that, with the delay we had, we came out clutch with actually being able to to, to to roll with conversation. And that was just generally about pacing yourself and, and, and knowing the other cast you're with. But I will say, the difference between in-studio and um, offline is that as a caller, I talk way more when it's offline, because I don't want these awkward pauses all the time. So when I'm talking, I'll make sure to make my point even longer or go on with three different points where in studio, I'd probably just make one point, bounce with the caster, he can bounce back to me, because you're able to do that, look at each other, actually have that chemistry. But offline, I mean online rather, you, you can't risk having these like huge silences come through or these awkward pauses happen so long. So yeah, I, I make my points longer. That's kind of how I deal with it. Hmm. I think would that lead into you saying that it's easier to cast in a studio? Oh yeah, definitely. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. I just want to see if you agree because I think it's, that's it's such a big advantage to be there offline. 
yeah, make such for a sure, difference. man. Being able to look at your color caster pointing at the same screen or like just having that prep beforehand in person, learning about your cast as well. Like if I had only done online casting with Nico, I wouldn't have found the 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 chemistry with him that I that I have today or had back then because it was going out having that cigarette together is having these talks talking about the players talking about the prep that i had done that we'd go through with the question like it, all this mm. stuff set up said you set you up way more for success than you can be online also just like the energy in the room when when like sh stuff is happening like uh, like if a big team fight was happening we would like start jumping up and down because we knew that this was like maybe the fight that would save the game or end the game or there was a backdoor going and stuff like that like you can't have that in in off or in the uh, in online like you don't feel the same way when you're just sitting down like this and you're like Oh yeah, here Rengar goes for the inhibitor because no one is there and there in the back door and TF is gonna pour it in with the dash it's like it's like it's not it's not as hype at all, you know? Yeah, I, th I think that's a great point actually, you know, it's uh, it's way easier to get consumed by the game when you're sitting there in person. And a yeah, lot exactly. of things are definitely definitely easier when you are in uh, in person. We are almost uh, you know, nearing the one hour mark, which will be the end of the podcast. It's been it's been super fun having you guys on. One of the last things I would like uh, to hear you guys uh, thoughts on is where do you see yourself in like a year or two like what do you think on we'll the, be doing? Streets. <laughs> on the streets <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's we're, we're at the nursing home together yeah but i'm gonna have an accident or something like that so we'll oh, be at God. the nursing home just sipping uh sipping some red bull having a having a cigarette watching some leaks that's some uh, tea bowl yeah <laughs> <laughs> to get through today. No, no, we I need think... to we need to hook up someday, dude. Like yeah, we know, haven't seen each other for so long. I um late end October, November, I'll start having more time. Only like my last event will be with Red Bull in November, and after that, I can go on vacation. So Sick. I'm going. I'm going to London. Uh, late October for like a okay. week. Cool. So when you get nice. home from London, something along alongside hell yeah, hell yeah. Definitely also, uh, yo, Selfway wrote to me yesterday. Do you remember him? Yeah, of course I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Selfway was like one of our favorite supports back then. He's because playing for Horsens. <laughs> yeah, he was playing for Horsens and he would always enter the chat, Huvia Horsens, something like that. Huvia Selfway, Huvia Horsens. He would have like a Finnish fan base and everything. You so cute. He wrote to me yesterday and he was like, yo, I'm a bit drunk, but I just wanted to say it's very awesome that you're hosting Leaks GG Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It's like huge fucking shout out to him. He also wrote in the end, uh, I've tried to pursue my esports dream for real in, in teams like Nuriki and PHC. Uh, thanks, guys. You two really made the difference. Damn. Like he 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 loved to 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 have us cast. He's, yeah, selfish drunk text exactly. I will say that the Danish community back then to me, when I I still love the Danish community today, but I think um, back then it was way more engaging with me, and I was way more engaged with them. Um, and I definitely miss that aspect now. That's something I'm sad about. Like, I feel like, I don't know if if, if if it sounds like I have an ego like this, but it feels like less people want to engage with me now, now that I'm like, up, like on a bigger stage, where I sometimes just wish that more people would think, just like have that Danish local I, feeling that we did back then. I think it's because, so you know how Denmark, Yentelo, yeah. like that's a thing. It's like, don't think you're something, but that doesn't apply when you become like international. You know what I mean? Because then people think, oh, okay, now he is something, and, like, he won't respond to me. Like, for example, when I tagged uh, Captain Flowers in that video that we were talking about earlier, yeah. 
I didn't expect him to fucking answer it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay, he's maybe gonna see it and throw it a like, like at the maximum. But I don't think he's gonna like watch the whole thing and everything and like comment on it. But the dude did. But that's because people like forget sometimes that it's normal human beings that are doing these things. It's the same with like artists and stuff like that for music. It's like they are literally just normal human beings. But people just tend to forget that when you get on a big enough stage. It's like they just think that they can say whatever about okay. you as well. To round out with the question you had as well, Duckling, I know we're, we're, me and Nick, we can talk for ages. That's <laughs> funny, we got paid for it back in the day. But um, um, I think Eight. in, I, I don't even know where I am next year. Um, I want to I wanna move in to a new apartment. I want to have uh, one league I can commit myself to. It's been very stressful having so many things to do this year. Um, so either Shanghai or Berlin next year for me would um would definitely be the go-to and what i'm working towards um but it's esport you never know what the fuck is gonna happen but uh True. i just wanna i wanna i wanna have a more stable thing to uh yeah stable life i think i think that's a really good uh, a really good answer obviously do you do you see yourself still doing uh, still doing the nlc if you you know let's say coronavirus is still gonna be a thing in china so you can't move to shanghai but you'll be doing you know lpl maybe nlc as well do you see you know Potentially, you're just moving out of the northern scene as a whole. I mean, I, I would definitely do NLCN and LPL at the same time if everything is remote again and I don't get LEC. Then, yeah, that's just kind of what I'm doing. That that like just be the only logical thing if I want to pay rent. <laughs> so, like, obviously, it's a wish that it can be stable. But if it can't be stable, I'll still work the unstable way. Like, I still love working and casting. I just wish that sometimes it'd be a bit more... Uh, stable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would be nice, wouldn't it? Nice. I, uh, what, what was it uh, like a year from now or what? I'm, not, I'm probably like the in, the, in the future. Job, but for you, Nico, <laughs> <laughs> you, Nico, I want to know, you know, what, what do you see your future hold for you? But also, do you ever see yourself potentially getting back into casting if it becomes an opportunity? Uh, I would I would love to come back to casting, but at the moment, it's not an, an, uh, an, an option. I'm getting paid too well by my full time job to uh, just piss that away, unfortunately. Um, and I also happen to like my job. Like, I don't. I don't wake up every morning resenting it to go to work. I actually like doing it. Um, but besides that, you know, I'm still making music and shit and uh, still trying to make uh, that a thing. But I've been to one of his concerts. It's pretty Are they good. good? Oh, they're amazing. You need to go next time. Yeah. Wait, which one? We, um, with, with, with Trashy? Yeah, no, uh, maybe it was with Trashy, yeah, but it was back then when you were at the Ungdomshuse. Was, was that what it's called? No, um, do you know, like, Bastard, the board oh, place? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, who's the Maestro? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was, that was, that was, that was, that's true. Yeah, yeah, you guys were there. True, I forgot that. Uh, yeah, no, that was, uh, true. <laughs> that, yeah, that was, that was with Trashy. But, uh, but yeah, that's not a thing anymore, unfortunately. Our producer, uh, our producer fucked us. <laughs> oh, lovely. Yeah, he started to get, he started to get better contacts, like, bigger people. So now he's doing music with the with those guys instead because they actually oh. pay <laughs> oh unlucky for the, the passion project people yeah so now i'm uh, now i'm in a metalcore band instead and sing clean cool so pull up if you like that <laughs> that's actually that, that's super cool you know that you're doing these things instead i think that's uh that's super nice but i also think that uh, that rounds out today pretty beautifully it's been it's been great having you two guys and obviously you know seeing the reunite reunite I can't speak. God damn it. Uh, to see you guys, you know, reunite for one more 
podcasting to you guys together again. That uh, that oh, was yeah. an awkward ending to end it out loud. But I want to say thank you guys for listening. Uh, whatever you're listening on, Spotify. It's only awkward if you make it awkward, darkling. It's only. I think that's the right way to put it. You're but. <laughs> I want to say thank you to you two guys, good boy Nick, for joining in as well, and uh, you know, just thank saying th- saying yes to coming on a podcast with a, a little to no notice. So thank you guys, thank you everyone for watching, and I think that uh, that perfectly sums up today. Have a have a wonderful day, and I'll, I'll see you guys for one more podcast sometime soon. Bye. Later.